Mums on Cloud9. I'm Heather Black, a coach and champion for women in tech and founder of Supermums, a global brand supporting mums to develop a career in the Salesforce ecosystem. The Mums on Cloud9 podcast aims to inspire mums to progress their career in the Salesforce sector, from starting out to climbing the career ladder. We provide top tips and insight on how to succeed in your career and overcome adversity that many women face in the workplace. During Series 5, I'm talking to inspirational people about how to develop your leadership skills and styles to help you thrive within your career. These skills are valuable within any job role, from admins to architects, to build successful relationships and achieve great outcomes. Sadly, however, many women can be portrayed as bossy or demanding when they are leading, and statistics show that women are less represented in leadership positions than men. So how can we tip the balance, change the perception and reality, and support more women to thrive in leadership roles? We all need to invest time, effort and money into our own personal and professional development to achieve our ultimate life and career goals. So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you how you can ask people to invest in you if you don't have the financial resources to invest in yourself. The need to source investment can apply to all types of situations. It could be that you're looking for investment to take a course personally. It could be that you're wanting to um, your company and your manager to invest in your professional development. You might be wanting to launch a business or even invest in properties. As part of this journey, you need to convince yourself and the potential investors about why it's a good career choice and investment decision. My success in launching my own career in Salesforce and developing myself as a leader is because people have invested in me along the way. Initially, I've used credit cards and bank loans to pay for training and mentoring courses. And I've also secured investment loans from a bank and from family when I launched my businesses. As my business have grown, I've been able to invest in myself, but I've also invested in growing the business and also reinvesting in the career development of my staff. So it really is full circle and allows you to really, you know, keep investing in others when people have done the same for you. I personally have recently embarked on a property investment business and a related training course that I did as part of this reminded me about all these great points I'm going to share with you below. Many of them, as I say, reminded me of my own journey and what people needed to know from me when I was attracting and securing investment to build my future. And with Supermums, I see this very much now because every woman or man that's coming on this course is looking at what is it, you know, should I invest in this myself? You know, do I need to ask somebody for investment, whether it's their partner, their mother, their friend, their bank? You know, it's about making those considered decisions. So within this podcast today, it will be a great sort of learning experience for us to think, well, actually, how do I make a considered decision? Would I invest in myself? Am I going to take out that credit card? Am I going to use money from my bank account? Um, am I going to take out that bank loan? Because that might be all decisions that you make and have to repay back. But if you are having to seek investment from an alternative person, you want to convince them that this is a great proposition. So you've got to believe in it yourself in order for others to believe in you. Now, part of this is a mindset thing, because in my younger years, I always felt quite ashamed about asking for money, as it felt like I should be able to make enough money to afford it myself. Like I continue to work really hard and I think, right, okay, when I've saved up for this, I'll do it. And what happened is I started to attend a lot of business events when I was running businesses. And I realised actually the most successful people have sourced or have had investment to help them achieve success from other sources. Hardly anyone I'd met had done it off their own back without some sort of investment from a third party. And I realised that's where I'd been going wrong. I think the other important realisation is that if people do invest in you, it gives you the confidence and accountability to go the extra mile to make yourself a success. Because there's other people that have invested in you and you're like, wow, this is amazing. Thank you for believing in me. I'm really going to make this happen. So think about how you can shift your mindset around this.
rather than say, I can't afford to do something, say, how can I make this happen? How can I find the money to make this happen? Who can I go to to make this happen? But firstly, you've got to do the legwork about why you should invest in this or somebody else should invest in this. And you've got to believe that it's worth the proposition about where you want to be. So what I'm going to do is take you through a journey, a four-stage journey to help you change your mindset about asking for investment and feeling comfortable about asking for investment. Because I certainly feel like I have not achieved certain things in my earlier years of my career, which I could have achieved if I had asked for investment. And I regret that. I regret not asking for help. I regret not asking investment to do more and be more and to only solely rely on if I've got enough money, I'll do this. I miss a trick. And I don't want you guys to miss a trick. Like if there's something that you firmly believe in and you really believe that it's going to change your life and you've done all the research for you, then I want you to feel comfortable about asking for investments to make that happen. So let's talk through these four steps. The first step is why. Let's get really clear on why you want to get this investment. What difference is it going to make to your life, to you personally? And that's what you want to get across because you need to get this across to a potential investor. People buy into you. You want to share with them about what difference this investment is going to make to your life. How will it make you happier? How will it make you more fulfilled? And that is a casual conversation. It's not like a presentation. It's not like a formal pitch. It's just a a conversation with somebody about actually, you know, I really want to achieve this. I want to spend more time with my kids. I want to spend more time with my partner. I want to look after my elderly family members. I want to feel more confident in myself because I feel like I've lost myself because I haven't had a career for 10 years. You know, really reflect on what difference is it that you want to make? What's going to motivate you to achieve this? So really reflect on why, because you've got to be motivated to do the next step, which is research, you know. So if you're not motivated enough to even do the research into what the the opportunity is and why an investment in this would make a right decision, then there isn't enough of a why there. So think firstly about why you want to make this change, why you want to invest in this course or this house or whatever it is, and about what difference it's going to make to you Um, And that's what you want to get across, because if you're speaking to somebody who's looking to invest in you, whether it's your employer or a family member, they want to be inspired by your energy, your vision and your story. And that's what's going to make them buy into you because they'll want to support you. So the first step is get clear on your why. The second step is to understand the how. You need to believe in yourself that you can achieve the end goal and the path that you want to take to get there. It needs to be really clear. So you need to be armed with the confidence, knowledge and insight that you feel like you could be successful in this career or else you're not going to move forward. So firstly, you want to do your market research. Now, market research, if you're starting a business, market research is always part of starting a business. If you're thinking about changing career, it's no different. You would want to do a lot of market research. So you can put together a presentation deck or a few pages with a proposal about what difference, what you need to do to get where you want to be. And you can really evaluate about why you feel that you can do this. So in order to shape your market research and to gather all the information that's going to give you the confidence, the knowledge and the insight, you need to speak to informed people. 
people who know what they're talking about within this career sector. Like I'm always saying to people who are considering Salesforce, you know, pick up the phone to our Supermums coaches, talk to them, find out they have the answers for you. They will tell you what's possible because if you don't do the market research and talk to informed people, you you won't have the, the knowledge and confidence and insight to be able to make a, an informed decision. Um, you know, if you chat to your husband or your partner that's not involved in this career sector that you're considering, you know, they can't educate you. They can't give you the information you need in order to kind of go, actually, could I do this or not? So we'll use the example of changing career because that's what we, we do a lot of at Supermums. You know, if you were thinking about considering a Salesforce career, you know, you'd want to find out what skills and certifications do you need to get a job? And then you'd look at what transferable skills do I have? And you'd say, okay, well, actually, these things match. I could do that. I've got the relevant skills. I've got the relevant experience. You know, okay, so that's the first tick in the box. You then sort of look at what the different job roles are and the salaries are available. And you would say, okay, these are different job roles. This is where I feel like I could fit to start with. And that might not be the bottom rung of the ladder, like it might be halfway up. But then you might say, actually, I really love that job role and that might suit me now. But actually, I would aspire to get to this in two, five years. You know, so plan out what your career track could be. Plan out where you could get to because this investment that you make in yourself isn't a one job investment, it's a career investment. It's about mapping out the next 10 years, about where do you want to get to, what is it you need to do to get there. And it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. You know, you're not going to progress. But I often say that people can double their salary within the Salesforce space on average within five years. Could absolutely be sooner. I've seen people do it sooner. I've seen people do it in two to three years because they have the time and the, the uh, opportunity to do that. Some people, it's taken a bit longer. It really just depends what else you have going on in your life. But check out the different job roles, plan a path, look at the salaries and work out, if I invest in this, what is it going to give me back financially over what set of time based on what you've got going on for you? Then you can sort of start to say, okay, what are the steps that I need to take um, and ask those questions like what have people done that have made them the most successful like if you learn from what others have done and how they've been successful ask people that you're talking to you know what things would you recommend that really make it a game changer for people which people have been more successful than others and why find that out and really make that into take that into account so if you're inspired and motivated by the job opportunities, you feel like you've got transferable skills, you feel like you could learn the new skills because you certainly won't have everything, you know, you feel that it's a possibility, you understand what and how people have been successful, then that's going to get you thinking, well, okay, well, I can do this. So how do I train up in this? So that's when you consider your training options because you're convinced that actually you could make this career work. And that's where, again, speaking to training providers, you know, talking about what the training can offer them, how it's going to help them get from A to C successfully, you know, gives you the confidence of the how am I going to train? So one, there's two sort of bits to this second step, really. It's the how, you know, how can I create a career for myself in this sector? The second question is how do I train up? And ultimately, you want to feel confident in the support infrastructure you have chosen for yourself. And you want to be able to feel able to sell your plan confidently before asking for investment. An investor will probably ask why you think you can be successful in pursuing this training or career. And you'll ask that to yourself. So you need to be able to give four or five solid points to justify this for your own benefit and theirs.
For example, tell them about your career achievements to date. You know, think about actually, you know, I've achieved all this great stuff. Like I can achieve this going forward. You know, reflect back, sell in that you've achieved all this to date. Tell them about your ambitions. Tell them about your transferable and relevant skills that you have to transition to this new career. Tell them about the benefits of the training course that you plan to take and what additional skills that will give you. Tell them about the benefits you will get if you land the job. So you can talk through the work experience, the references, the certifications you'll get. You know, tell them why and how, or tell them the how, sorry, how you're going to do this and how you're going to make it successful. And talk about how many people have achieved this before. Give them that confidence. Tell stories about other people that have done it in similar shoes to yourself. So that's the second step, how. The third step is then when. So you've got your reason for doing this, the why. You've got the confidence to say, yes, this is how I'm going to do it. The third step is then, you know, when am I going to do this? I'm fully geared up, definitely feeling like I can do this. I you know, really want that vision for myself. So start planning it out. Plan out the milestones. Who and what will keep you accountable to this as well? So an investor will like to see a certain level of accountability. It's why some people love doing the Supermums courses because it's a six-month plan. There's milestones all the way through. They're accountable to a training manager and a mentor to get their homework done. You know, they only get the work experience if they've done the, the homework. And so accountability can be a great thing. One for yourself to make sure that you don't invest in something and then not do it. But equally, as I say, an investor who might be a little bit more risk averse will feel safer if there's a level of accountability and plan in place. So your plan for achieving these milestones for your career progression could be over from zero to 10 years. Right. You might say, right, you know, I'm going to start off in this new career. I'm going to be on a training for the next six months. I'm going to get my first job. Within the next six months, hopefully sooner than that, might be within those first six months, which is great. Again, assess where you are, what skills you need to get, what you've got going on in your life. Because some of the, the mums that have done our course, you know, finish just before summer holidays and then they want the summer holidays off. You know, they're not in a rush. So, you know, plan out what is right for you. Plan out your milestones. Plan out that first job role. Think about, okay, where do I want to go next? You know, you might not know that now, which is fine. But if you do, and you've done that research and that helps you feel secure in your future, then map it out. You know, it can change. It can change. But the reality is, if you want to um, communicate this to somebody, it's really great to to map it out. And as I say, if you're trying to also look at it from your own perspective, you know, come up with a plan. So once you've got the when, the final step is to get clear on your what. What is it that you want? How much investment do you need? How long do you need it for? When and how will you repay it? And will you offer interest on any loan if that if you know if that's something that an investor is needing back? Now, for examples, you know, I have used credit cards before where you know they are 12 to 18 months at zero interest. So there's no interest on those. Obviously, a credit card is my investment in myself. I have to repay it back to the bank you know, different credit card companies, you know, will appraise different things. So at one point I was refused a credit card, but then I got one from another company, you know, people will assess different things. So credit cards are one option. Obviously, if you're going to the bank, they might ask questions, they may not. Again, I've managed to get a bank loan, like literally by filling in three questions in a form and they've given me 15 grand, you know. So you, you, you know, again, I didn't know that was there until I looked into it. And I was like, oh, okay, I can get a, you know, a bank loan here. There was interest on that bank loan. 
I've had to do when I've started my businesses and I invest a pitch for investment I've had to do more considered presentations you know and then they've um, wanted a return um, an interest on that at six to ten percent so if you're asking a family member or friend you might give them interest back you know they might not want that at all but ask them because sometimes you could perhaps offer them interest that is over and above what they're getting in the bank so it might be an investment decision for them which means they're going to get a bit more return now if you are going to go into a career where you are earning well and very well like for example I mean when I started out with Salesforce I was earning you know 400 pound day rates Um, and so I was quickly able to pay for my own courses but I would have quickly been able to earn and give back investment at that point as well because three days a week at 400 pounds a day you know is that 5k a month I was earning and you know if I've owed people money 400 pounds a day if I'd borrowed 2,000 pounds that's five days worth of work where I can reinvest it so That's what I mean about getting really clear on the job you want to go for, the type of job, the type of salary, you know, your career track. You know, we can educate you on those sorts of things because, you know, it's with Supermums and Salesforce because we know that. And this is relevant, as I say, for any type of career investment that you're doing. Get really clear on what difference is it going to make. And if this is for an employer, say, because some of our Supermums get their employers to pay for their course, Tell them what investment they're going to get back as a return on doing this. Why are they going to invest in you? Why are they going to give you money to invest in this certificate? What difference is it going to make to their organisation and to you as a person in their team? So give back. It might not always be a return. It might be that you help them. You teach them something. Maybe you teach them, as I say, with Salesforce, you can maybe teach them some of the Salesforce things. You know, look at what you can give back to them because maybe it won't be just about money. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's some in-kind support. Um, that you could offer them, like babysitting for their kids or something. So think through what it is that you want, what you can offer them in return. Ask them what they'd like in return. Find out. And once you've secured that investment with them, talk about how you will keep them informed about their progress or your progress so they feel assured about when they'll get the money back. You know, don't get the money off them and then never speak to them for two years. You know, you want to build a trusting relationship with them. You want regular communication. If you're saying you're going to do something, keep to your word. You know, if you say you're going to send them something by this date, make sure you do it or else that's not going to work very well. At the end of the day, an investor believes in you. They believe in your why. They want to help you get there. They will be your biggest cheerleader and they will help and celebrate with you. If one investor can't provide all the investment, I'm sure they will recommend others to you. So do ask. They might have other friends, other people that could give you some money towards it. So don't give up. If people say no, don't overlook it and don't give up as there are people out there that will believe in you. But first, you need to put the legwork in to make it happen. And you need to believe in yourself that this is absolutely possible. So All of these four steps you need to go through first by yourself. As I say, you need to say, would I invest in me? If I was reading this, you know, in black and white on a piece of paper, would I invest in me? Do I feel really, really confident to take this step? Am I firstly motivated to take this step? Do I feel that the the job and the career opportunities and the training that I've chosen are going to get me there? When can I do this? Do I feel that I have the time and energy and commitment and the plan to do this okay brilliant I am there 
What is it that I need? What investment do I need to make this happen? How can I get that investment? Is it through credit cards, bank loans, through friends and families? You know, what approach are you going to take? Because if there's a big enough why, you will go out there and find that money one way or another way. You won't be afraid to ask people because you'll be so desperate to make this happen because that why is so important to you that you'll go for it. And that's where I've been. Like I have been rejected by funders over and over again. When I went to launch Super Mums, I got rejected from five or six funders before I started it. And we were hoping with Super Mums to offer it without um, charging for places. That was the ideal. But the reality, you know, I just couldn't get investment to launch the business um, initially. So I launched it and sold training places to help fund it. But my, my business helped subsidize it for many years. I reinvested in super mums to help make it a possibility for women to train because I believe in investing in other people. And we did that for, we reinvested and helped the business to grow for three or four years before we then got to a place where other people would invest in it, that they would sponsor us. And, you know, we continue to strive and over those two or three years, I kept thinking, well, you know, and I didn't, I didn't give up asking for investment because that would have massively helped my growth and development of Supermums as a business, but I didn't give up. But I had to prove to people we could be successful, that the mums that we were training would be successful, that they would achieve the outcomes. And, you know, that got us to a point where then people were like, can we invest in you? And they were coming to me because they were like, we'd love to sponsor and invest in you to get you where where you want to be. And I'm like, okay, brilliant, amazing, thank you so much, you know, and that was a game changer. So, you know, could I have done something different at the beginning? I don't know, you know, I tried my best, you know, I put together that proposal, I did my market research. The funding pots we went to weren't quite the right fit, you know, because they wanted to work with some of the most disadvantaged mums out there, which, you know, absolutely, you know, we want to be able to support um, in different ways, but I didn't want to be, um, I didn't want to exclude people. Um, I wanted to make it inclusive for everybody. And so that's the sort of approach we took. So what I just want to reflect on, I suppose, finish up on is, you know, don't be afraid to seek out investment. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself and source money. If you are very clear on the why and the how and when, do your market research If you can't source that investment yourself for any reason, find somebody who will invest in you and lend the money to you and pitch to them and present to them how and when and why and ask them about, ask them for what you want. So I wish you all the best of luck. As I say, think about how you can make an investment in your career Think about what it is that's going to make a difference to you to get to your why, your vision for working and life in general. You know, I think if you're investing in a career decision, a course for work, you know, it's always about how is that career going to help both your career goals, absolutely, but also your life goals. You know, at Supermums we talk a lot about flexible, well-paid careers because we want to spend more time with our families. But we want to feel confident and powerful in ourselves as a woman, like, you know, and our career helps define some of that. So, you know, really get clear on your why as your first starting point. So I'll just finish up with my three top tips for helping asking people to invest in your career. Share the why. Why are you motivated and passionate about doing this? Secondly, get confident in the how 
you're going to do this through doing good market research. And thirdly, get clear on the when you're going to do this with a good accountability plan. So wishing you the best of luck. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast show today. If you love listening to this, please do rate and review on iTunes. Um, We have the Stronger Women Summit, Summit coming up, which is all about coaching women to success and making them feel confident and empowered to achieve their life and career goals. So please find the registration link for that coming up in the show notes. And we look forward to seeing you there. Take care. Have a great day, everyone. Speak soon. Bye.